right, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome y'all back to another uh, what promises to be an enlightening episode of Knights of the Roundtable podcast. Uh, I'm going to go around the table and uh, introduce who's all here. Uh, but first and foremost, we want to thank y'all for listening on either Apple, Spotify, or iHeart. Uh, thank you for your subscriptions, your likes, your follows, your comments, your mentions, your shares, whatever you're doing to get the word out. Um, you know, the, the uh, streams and the listens, the follower numbers are going up. We definitely appreciate that. Everybody that's listening in Australia, Great Britain, Canada, uh, Japan, um, London, wherever y'all listening to, uh, we see all that. So we definitely appreciate it. Um, but also, but yeah, let's go around the table and uh, introduce who's all here. Starting off with uh, Jew. Hello. Ian. What up? Jay. Hey. Ant. Hi. And Riley. Stark up. Stark up. And uh, me, James, I'm here. So, um, this episode here is uh, it's, it's different. Um, it's, it's definitely a good topic that we're going to touch on. Um, and we're going to talk about things we would have done different if we could go back in time. Um, I know it's something that a lot of times people think about in life. Um, if they had the chance to go back and revisit different situations, how they would handle something different, no matter what that something may be. And you go. I think I would have educated, looked to educate myself more on real life things that you don't learn necessarily going to college because for me, the next step after high school was to go to college and to get the degree and then get a job. And during that, it's a lot of things that are more important that you need to educate yourself about that aren't taught in college. So specifically, um, budgeting your money and how to invest your money and the benefits of contributing for uh, maximizing, maximizing your contributions and things like 401ks, Roth IRAs, things like that. Like, if I was maximizing that when I started working at 14, like, I probably would be retired by now. So, um, one thing, yeah, I would, I would probably just educate myself more on that. So if I knew back then what I had figured out by the time I was 30, you know, that's, that's the difference between 10 to 15 years of you don't ha having to earn an income. I mean, you can still choose to if you would like to, but to have that option to be able to have the lifestyle that your current income provides without doing anything physical or taking your time to do that, that's, uh, that's huge. So uh, that's my one thing. Um, I'll go next. Uh, 
And I'm, I'll go next because I, I, mine is like a mixture of, of both uh, J and N. Um, I've, I would, I would have definitely taken more chances um, and, and been more aggressive with basketball. Um, I feel, I feel like, you know, in high school I didn't do enough, um, and I could have done more. So I, I feel, I feel like I, I played it a little too safe um, in high school as far as playing. Um, you know, just like do the right thing. You know, I'm on this. I'm on a good team. Kind of, you know, play your role, and then you know, when I had to, I would step out and make sure we won or whatever. Um, I feel like I might have took more chances, and I and I feel like a lot of people are probably in the same position. You know, former athletes or even some current athletes. Like you know, if you have the ability to do more, do more. You know, and kind of deal with the consequences later. Um, Cause I feel like if I would have done that, I probably would have had a, a greater shot to make an NBA. Um, you know, so but in that in that part, you know, in that in that sense, I, I that's one of my one of the things that if I could go back, I would I would have definitely not um, you know not held back as much. Uh, and then the other part is um, you know picking up a trade. Um, you know, my, my dad, uh, my dad. you know, when I was growing up, he was a mechanic. And, you know, just, you know, knowing now, uh, just being able to work on a car or work on, or being able to do something outside of, you know, the norm that, that you know, was talked about, okay, you go to school, you get a job. Yeah. Like, you know, having a trade early could have been, you know, like Ann talked about having more money to save and to invest and all that stuff. You know I mean? Imagine having a trade back then that you could say, okay, I can do this as a side hustle while I'm in school and not have to get a real quote unquote job and have money set aside, you know, that, you know, you have to kind of play around with and, and possibly have a job still, you know, because in high school, you know, high school, college, I mean, how many hours were you working a job if you had one? Mm -hmm. You know, you're talking maybe 20 hours, if that. Like, yeah, at, yeah, if not, that. Not in college because of football or right. basketball. You right. Couldn't. Yeah, it was 10 hours. Yeah, if maybe. That. Yeah, if that. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to have a side, you know, a, a trade that I can fall back on to make some extra money and things like that, you know, um, you know, things that I kind of slowly and I'm still picking up now, you know, learn how to fix stuff and, you know, you know, flooring or, or, you know, roofing or working on car, whatever, some type of trade, mm -hmm. you know, that, that you can just have. And, and then even, you know, thinking now, um, to buy, buy at this age, you've kind of mastered it to pass on to the younger generation, you know, whether it be your kids or whoever, you know? So for me, I think about that because of, because of what I do now as a basketball trainer, you know what I mean? Like that's, to me, that's, that's, a, that's the trade that I kind of picked up from playing. You know, if I feel like I could have had something else, then that's, you know, that's another, you know, another form of income, source of income that, you know, can be used, utilized now. But, um, you know, like I said, for me, for me as a basketball trainer, I feel like I'm giving that away now. And, and, you know, having this knowledge now, I can, I'm going to certain people and like, look, you know, come, come, come train during the summer while you're home from school. Or during the summer, while you're you know, a high school player, come come train and help me out with the little kids, 
so you can learn how to train and maybe you can run a session or two on your own and make some extra money or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm kind of using that, you know, that um, that knowledge that I have now that I wish I would have had back then to kind of pass on to whoever I can. So, you know, in, in that sense, um, you know, like I said, just, you know, doing more with the ability that I have had, you know, back then. Um, and that's part of the reason why I have the issue with LeBron, <laughs> you know, um, and then and then learning the trade and you know even you know like Ann says like it's I mean there's so many things that we could talk about that I would love to talk about about this I just don't want to keep I don't want to ramble about it but you know the whole financial piece like we you know we didn't learn enough we weren't taught enough but we did have access to some of this information you know now some of this was okay who was who was available to teach it to us but <laughs> some of it definitely was available and we just didn't you know kind of take advantage of it so you know that's my that's those are my two things I guess mm -hmm. one thing I think I can change was uh, honestly believing in myself and that goes with ties pretty much everything everybody says uh, believe in yourself enough to take the risk you do it and be cool with whatever the outcome is, and I knew I knew I wasn't. It was stuff I should have did, scared to do, because I was scared of how it was going to turn out. But I didn't want to fall flat on my face, or it was like I wasn't, I didn't accomplish anything when I failed. So it was easier to take the easy route and not do stuff. Even simple shit like taking, getting my pilot's license. I found out I could have got it in school. But got your what? Pilot's license. Pilot? Yeah. But I didn't do it. You could have got your pilot license? Yeah, I think it was an extra cost, but Damn. I didn't want to, uh, scared to do that shit. You yeah, know, I'm so, scared too. So just, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> shit like that. You find out at 18, 19, you can do something like that. Yeah. And, but you, mm -hmm. you ain't believe in yourself enough to go do it. Mm -hmm. Something different, like, yeah. the fuck has a yeah. pilot's license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, shit like that, just and like you said, the uh, traveling and living out of, out of town for a month or so you know, on a little bullshit, on a little stipend, uh, is because you didn't believe nobody believed in. I didn't believe in myself enough to go do the shit that I would that I would make, but I can go out there and do the shit. And you don't want to come back with your leg tucked between you, you know, your tail tucked between your legs. Like damn, we gotta come back. This shit ain't work. So it was, and that's. That same fear, I guess, drove me to finish school because kicked me out at one point. Uh, I ran out of money and still refused to come home because I couldn't come home and feel like a failure. So, same time it kept me from certain shit, it still drove me to uh, at least finish that. But inside of that, there was so much shit I could have and uh, exposed myself to. That didn't. Yeah, I, and you know, to to uh, to take this this episode into a, a therapy session. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's, it's funny because you know we all talk about the, we're all talking about obviously what we could have, could have, should have, would have, would have done. And you know, I think about as we're talking, I'm thinking about the common bond between almost all of us which is 
basketball because we all played together on the same team. You know, uh, it's funny to hear us talk about, you know, like not wanting to do stuff or being kind of afraid at the time to do stuff when we've never failed. Yeah. You know, really, or, or allowed ourselves to fail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and for me, like, you know, like I said, talking now is, is easier, but we, we've grown up, we, we grew up competitors. You know, whether it's with us, you know, back and forth, or, or us together competing against somebody else. And we never allowed ourselves to completely fail. So, you know, now we look at it and like, okay, we can, it's easier now for us to jump in and say, okay, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to let yourself fail. Yeah. Like, you're not going to, like Ian, you just said, you weren't going to come back home with your tail between your legs. Like, that's not an option. Like, so you're going to figure, you're going to figure that shit out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and if we would have kept that same mentality that we already had then we wouldn't even be having this conversation <laughs> you know what I mean so it's kind of weird just to just to talk about it but I just want to kind of like you know kind of throw that out there because it was on my mind uh, Drew uh, yeah you know just being in the age range that we are um, it benefits us to have these uh, analog childhoods and digital adulthoods you know, so for me, when I think back, in retrospect, um, I'd say I probably felt strongest about this when I was like 20s or so, but something uh, musically, I would imagine. Like, I just never pursued it as a kid because it just never felt feasible. And then, you know, lo and behold, who would ever think that the internet, social media, and connectivity in the world being flat and you being able to do these things and production is now, you know, it's just, just an app. I mean, you don't have to play anything. You can do, I mean, all these doors being opened up and, and just everything, just the, the entire just industry and everything just kind of changing and uh, what was possible also changing. Um, I felt like by the time that it changed, I I was I was at Buckeye Plaza making a very conscious decision of, you know, like, do what I was doing there. And, uh, that, that was... Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, I would have definitely dedicated or committed myself to um, really learning and, and, and really committing to, to, uh, to the love of, of music on that level as a kid. Again, you know, it, the thought is just, if you're 15 and you're really, like, developing and honing in on these skills, uh, where would you be at this point? What would you have amassed? I think that probably would have been just knowing like the spaces and, and opportunities and things that I uh, that probably would have been most beneficial for me. You know what, Ju? Uh, it's funny you were saying that because like you know from everything y'all was saying, I remember. I remember like I remember your dad. I remember your dad stopping one day when uh, I was having a freshman in Wooster. He pulled over. I was I was outside shoveling the snow. Uh, and I think it was around Christmas, my freshman year of college. My dad pulled up. He was like, "Hey, uh, you know, James, think about the military. You know, hear him out. You know, 
talk to them, you know, y'all same age, so, you know, just bounce the ideas off of them. And I was like, all right, Mr. Johnson, no problem. Like, I ain't know nothing about the military. Like, it was still probably another month or so before Ant said, like, he was about to go, I ain't know nothing. I'm like, but hey, you know, you went to the military, Mr. Johnson, I respect you, so I'm thinking it must be great. <laughs> like, like, so, you know, um, um, you know, one semester of college and a season of football didn't didn't teach me any of that, but I remember that, and I was like, and I always thought, oh, he'd be great at it, he'd be good. Like, I just knew, I'm like, he's smart. Like, they'll, they, they'll want him to do something like the smart dudes do, because Huck's smart. Like, that's how I thought. You know, like, use the coldest hooper I knew. So I was like, oh, Raleigh was just, was cold. Like, he was cold from the minute that he dusted me off in gym class in third grade. He cold, you know? It wasn't my ministry. Uh, you know, like, I always thought Ian was brilliant. Like, so I figured, like, oh, it was all good. I knew, like, your artistry. Like, I, I thought you was, like, you was, like, the most, the most creative person I knew my whole life. Like I saw I saw everything come from you when you was finding stuff on the internet music wise, like when I was like, dude, how you got the internet in your house? Like I mean I was like I was like, hold on, stop. Like what do you mean you got you in your room and you're finding music? This is like like ninety seven. And I'm like I'm like ninety seven, ninety eight. I'm like like dude, what are you talking about? This dude hit me on the black planet. Oh yeah, he had me on the like Napster, like I mean all that, all that. Like I remember, I remember that. Like even just mixtapes, all that kind of stuff. You was finding, you was plugged into like the music scene all yeah, around the country. Yeah. When it was like, dude, I had never been to New York. Like I didn't know what that was then. I had never, yeah. I had never went across the GW and saw them buildings. Like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like. I knew I just I just knew like I never I never had to I never lacked the confidence in y'all um, that we each individually may have lacked in ourselves and all that kind of stuff and I think uh, you know a lot of us parents now and when we have you know or or mentors or uh, or uncles and all that and I think that's just something that we got to just talk to our children about as far as just making sure that they are big up in the uplifting those around them in their circle to succeed um, and to and connect and network within each other like I'm thinking like man what would it been 20 some years ago to go back and like like man Raleigh really want to get he really want to he tried to beef up like I'll come lift weights with you like and you know and I'll and you do the running thing with me so as a lineman I'm giving you, I'm bulking you up, and you can post, you can try to post me up and everything as a lineman. I'm keeping up with a point guard, you know, mm -hmm. this talent. So, I mean, iron sharper than iron. Right. And, I mean, I think those are the kind of things that that we um, just aren't necessarily taught. And, it, and it's not, and I don't want to say it's like, oh, in our, in our black community. I think, no, I think a lot of it had to do with, like, economics and, and, and social too like I mean we yeah, we came from families where making it and putting food on the table was the number one priority dreaming was second maybe third priority 
You know, like, um, and I remember getting dropped off in college, and you know, my pops loved me and all that. And he was like, "Hey, it go fifteen dollars." Like, Mama crying, she a mess, but I look. I don't know what to tell you, Mr. Davis, but do whatever that coach say. Here's your fifth, his fifteen bucks. We'll be at the first game. Don't come back to my house without a degree. Like, but in that moment in my life, in my dad's life, that was. 100% stone cold real talk great advice you yeah. know um, and I'm thinking like when as we're helping people mature and matriculate you know we also have to also have to add in like maybe this is a conversation you have in middle school like hey you know you your, your crew got all these different people in it and y'all got all this different talent y'all need to be Voltroning together and keeping holding each other accountable to reaching that that talent and that and that goal and that potential and things like that. Those are the kind of things because again, if we're if we able to just again help each other and sharpen that iron, I mean, man, you know, um, the those those things could be helped. I, mean, I, I think that's just the. I mean, I think again that that comes with just being almost forty now, so we get a little burbs view of life now. But uh, that's something I definitely and I look at my son I'm like. You know, I want them definitely be to to value these friendships and to create friendships that last, that can last the test of time, that can last living apart in different time zones, that can last all these things, that can last just dramatically different lives because, you know, you've been there for each other when it counted and you helped each other and you helped push each other when it counted. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that we did enough of that. I just wish we could have even did more of it strategically and intentionally it's crazy that me and Ant was essentially living around the corner from each other and I didn't even know he was going to the military and I think around that time when I was tossing around that idea had I known you know yeah I just thought about, I thought about it when he said that yeah. that first semester of winter I literally left probably within a month either way uh January of 2000, that's when I left for uh, basic training. And see, I was because I went to. Now I, I said my, my 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 I guess my regret my regret is uh, not knowing what to do with the money or not knowing enough on how to do with the money I save. But I was always a go getter and I wanted to go get it. So. I went to Cleveland State for one one semester, and I got a loan bill, and I'm like, damn, even if I graduate in four years, let me multiply this bill <laughs> by eight semesters. Nah, I don't want to start my life like this. <laughs> I got to find something, and uh, that, that, that uh, military, the Army Reserves, was my way to get through school debt-free. So... Mm -hmm. Um, that's that. That's literally, you know, all these, and nothing against all the patriotic people that, that join, that you know want. But hey, flat out, that's why I joined. And then after I, I got in, I did some traveling, I got to know different people from different. And it has happened to be a part of my life, and I just continued on and on. Yeah. But I, the goal was to get in, get out, get out of college, get a real job, and then. I'm done with the military, like, but it, it just didn't turn out that way. So yeah. it, it evolved into me not having to get out, choosing to continue, you know. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, I didn't even know he was interested, but literally that same time frame, I had signed up that October and I left that January because of that first semester at uh, college. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> that was. first bill, that first new loan bill, like nah, nah, not yeah. me. Yeah, late ninety nine, that, that fall, we used to ride around mm. and um you know, we used to ride around just, just riding around doing, you know, whatever, going wherever. And I had like I said, I had kicked it to him that I was I was thinking about going to the military and like I said, it's crazy because mm. I had enrolled at Cleveland State at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was working downtown in my mom at uh Medical mm-hmm. Mutual. So I, so I was going like to classes like either in the morning or afternoon or whatever and then, you know, still debating on going to the military like had I known mm-hmm. like it's one of those things like had I known like I would have probably joined him you know and kicked it with him now <laughs> the one thing the <laughs> one thing I be the one thing that happened was I was looking at the uh, National Guard at one point and my dad took me to the National Guard's enlistment spot and I, yeah I might have told him I'm not sure and I think I told you but I went to the National Guard like reserve spot and there was this chick, and she was cold. She was cold as shit. She was so cold. And, like, that was the thing that kind of, like, reeled me in at first. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like this guy was calling the house. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Mr. Johnson, we want to, you know, talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just saying, like, ah, you know, I ain't, I ain't really, you know, decisive or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, this little soft voice called me one day. Hey, you know, oh, shit, what's, what's happening? You know, I like, hey dad, I need you to take me out here to. At eighteen, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying, yeah. Take. So I go out there, I'm sitting there like face to face with her. I ain't here. She sound like Charlie Brown teacher. All I'm doing, I'm looking at the looks. Oh, that's it. And I'm like ready to sign. So then she like, I guess they had like some sort of like period where you couldn't just sign right there on the spot. And the whole time it was funny because like my dad was looking at me, I'm looking at her, she talking. And I like look over my dad. My dad got this smirk on his face, like you ain't listening to shit she's saying, <laughs> you know. And we we on the ride home, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it sounds good. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I remember my dad was like, well, what was, what was some of the key points that she said? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, I'm like, man, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, you was in it, you know, my uncle. He's like, no, no, she no. Didn't tell you that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was bullshit. I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, you was in it. I'm like, you know, uh, you know, uncle was in it, you know, other uncle was in it, you know, granddaddy was in it. And he just I mean we get to the red light, he just shook his head. He just looked over at me, he's like, You ain't heard shit she said, did you? And I said, Nah, but I don't wanna go. So I never did. They was gonna shift you away from her. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure of it. But yeah, that uh I was Yeah, that, West Texas. That fit yeah, that fills it out, so but yeah. But that's you know what, it's it's, it's it's funny us, us talking about this because, um, you know, I was listening to Jay talk about, you know, uh, you know, us, um, him, him talking about his, you know, talking to his kids about uplifting them and, and you know, peers and starting in middle school and stuff like that. <clears throat> and, you know, obviously this is a, 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 a what if episode. So, you know, looking at us now, and this is why it's, this is easy to, to have this conversation. But looking at us now, and looking at how, <clears throat> looking at how we turned out, if we would have pushed each other the way that we're talking about now, and, and had the conversation, obviously you're not going to have that at you know, 17, 18, um, just because mentally we're not there. 
um, how much different we, you know, our lives would have all turned out. You know, of course, we would have still been together and, you know, shit, probably still doing the podcast. But are we doing it as, uh, you know, a retired NBA player, uh, you know, retired at, at, at 39, you know, retired NFL, you know what I mean? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, our lives would have, would have taken so much um, of a different turn, you know, as far as the outcome, you know, now. So it's just, you know, and I'm saying that because we've, we're, we're still all together, which is a part of the reason that we have this podcast. Like, you know, I, I feel you on that because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a what if, but I mean, I mean, you know, think about like, even, if, even if, okay, I'll go to the league. But even if uh, I took the, I took, you know, the internship I was offered in Chicago and, and I turned down because I couldn't make my, I couldn't, I couldn't, again, I couldn't make the, I was like, in. I'm like, I ain't trying to be running home or calling home. Like, I just seen my parents get up and go to work at 6 a.m. my whole life. So last thing I was going to do, uh, you know, after 6 a.m. pay tuition, all that kind of stuff for, for high school and all this kind of stuff. Um and then call and be like, yeah, I need a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. And then you know, they don't even say nothing, but they go and run up a credit card or something to send me, you know, a couple hundred bucks or a thousand bucks to get through, you know, something that's really just for me. That's how I saw it. Then I'm like, nah, I, I saw it. I can't, I can't do that. I can't even put myself in that position. I'm gonna go home this summer and work at a steel mill, and where I know I make some decent money, I'll be able to like. You know, be in there, spend, spend my eight weeks in, train, still get back to training camp, you know, and with some money in my pocket. And that made perfect sense then. But if I take that, and do I end up being wearing a hedge fund? Right. You know, like, or do I end up, you know, being in a, in a senior level or something like that? It could have been at this a, point. Could have been a Spencer Strasmore. You know, I, I don't know who that is off the Ballers. Oh, well, yeah. I, I ain't in ballers. Yeah. I'm billion still. I'm yeah, working yeah. on that. But I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit the ballers though. But I think about stuff like that. Like I hit it. I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. We're going here. Yeah. I, I think this, about this. This is about this is pork chop going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Got to do <laughs> you know, I think about all those kind of things, man. Like the, the biggest thing is, is that the biggest thing is that like not taking the chances and not risking it on betting on yourself then like it just it just didn't give you as many options that your talent and your and your personality and your skill level may have been may have been available to you yeah. you know and i think those are the kind of things in which you know uh again man like um you know and i think part of this is just you know being a father now i'm trying to think about all these kind of things these what ifs to help to help keep them from things i'm like that's one of them. Like, I don't play yourself short. Well, don't, 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 uh, don't, don't ever play yourself short. Like, be, go after it, go get it, and run into the freaking brick wall before you play yourself short. But you know what? To to hear you talk about that now, right? You know, we're we're all talking, um, and 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 think about how we grew up. And this, and this is this is the part that you know as we're talking about this it, it kind of bugs me even more. Um, we we had we had two safety nets growing up, mom and dad. You know what I mean? 
you're 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 talking about it for your kid, and and you you along with your wife are two safety nets for your kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So those are things that that we t- we took for granted. Yeah. In a sense, because yes, they would have been disappointed at us for coming home or having to come home, but we had a home to come home to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So us take like they 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 sacrificed because of the dream or the vision that we gave them for us, right? They sacrificed to send you the booster because of football. You know what I mean? And, and and we're okay with it because of like okay he wants to play football so that's my baby he want to play football so whatever we got to do to let him play football yeah. we gonna do you know what I mean like if you would have took that internship in Chicago okay my baby wants to take this internship in Chicago so we gonna make this shit work because we don't want him to be like us and have to work all of his life yeah you know what I mean like we had we had that you know what I mean yeah. so. And, and I, like I said, I think we took that for granted, you know, by not going as hard and, and pursuing maybe more of the things that we wanted to pursue, you know what I mean? Because we thought about it, we, we went about it the opposite way. Like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to complete this because they they allowed me to go here. So I'm not, I'm not you know, Ian, I'm not going to come home because I don't want to be... Of look like looked at as a failure or whatever, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas they might have supported you either way. Yeah. You know what I mean, or or may not have shown that support, like on face value. But at the end of the day, they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So we, I don't think we took advantage of that. You know the the, the folly of youth, man. Like I think that's the. <laughs> I think that's the thing that you you know sort of look back at, and um, I think I think everybody listening to this, I think everybody sitting here. I mean, I know we all got those things where it's like, oh man, if I could just go back, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, heck, man, I, I didn't major in political science in college for the simple fact that I was like, when I looked at like the different books and what you do with political science, I'm like, man, this don't sound like no job. I can just go get. Literally, yeah. now I've, I've made. I've done well for my, my my myself and family and everything in that, but man, if I just again, if I just would have went after what I wanted to do, yeah. Um, and I think uh, you know, um, especially you know, the setup I had in college, you know, not we don't got to pay you in debt, all that kind of stuff. Like even even then, I didn't even realize like, yo, you gonna have to graduate out of here, you don't owe nothing. Like you just, like all you gotta do is just make it out with both knees intact, play your four years, you're good. Like that kind of thought process, like just didn't know. And I think uh, I think it's just a matter of uh, you know sharing that and being very open and honest with that. I think I'm glad we're doing this because I don't know if our fathers had this kind of outlet to 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 come to that realization of being open and honest about that to us in yeah, in that same way, in that same way at at the ages in which we. We know that intervention how now has to happen, and I'm 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 glad for that, and I know we can be able, we'll be able to share that, and be able to be there, and, and you know continue to, to allow them to move to the next level too. Yeah. And it's, and it's, like I said, it's just it's I'm just thinking back on all the stuff, like you know what I mean, think about you know uh, what our parents did for us to even just be at Our Lady of Peace. Mm-hmm. 
You know what yeah. I mean? For us to even meet and, and, and to stay yeah. with each other yeah. from third through, you know, and before third grade for some of y'all through eighth grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know what I mean? Like going to the, the PTO meetings, doing uh, the, the, the pancake, pancake breakfast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, selling the poinsettias and, yeah. and you Booster know what I mean? Club all meetings. Booster Club yeah. meetings, all that Buying stuff. that candy with slinging that candy. Yeah. Doors, the doors, M&M's. M&M's. Yeah, slinging M&M's and, M&M's and yeah. Kit Kats. Getting uh, the Weeple Man to come to school. The Weeple Man. You know what I mean? All that stuff that they did for us. You know what I mean? That, that you know, that just... That just made sense. Coaching you know I mean? teams. Yeah, they coach coaching us. teams. Like, you know what I mean? No pay. Yeah. You know, yeah. like carpooling us to, to, to the games yeah. and all that stuff. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? All the sacrifices that they made. Flying top speed to the zoo. <laughs> Man. <laughs> hey. Hey. Stop the Harry's. <laughs> got cigarettes, got some brew. Uh, everything Play set the numbers Sat there and lit up Drink <laughs> And talked to us For like 10 minutes And still beat The rest <laughs> of the parents Everybody back. else in the zoo Like Like man That was some That was yeah. some Yeah bro. But you know what I mean like, But like I said That's that, These 90s, are bro. These are that then, now. These are all These are all <laughs> things that, that our parents You know Kind of Kind of gave to us Without us even knowing That's true You know what I mean And like I said We, we, we had that to, to fall back on From the beginning when you say gave us that we didn't even know from the beginning, Jay got his ability to get from Bedford to Buckeye that fast from, from his father driving experience. from Buckeye yeah. to the zoo. Yeah, yeah. So that shit was in his blood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's um, everybody out there listening, man. You know, if you got a, a circle, I know it's a couple of young listeners that's that's listening. Um, you know, if you got you a circle of folks that's, you know. Y'all tight, y'all close. Um, y'all consider each other brothers. You know, strengthen that 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 circle. Lean on each other, like you said. You know, you know, sharpen each other. You know, iron sharpens iron. Um, you know, continue to push each other. Uh, one thing I I give I give credit to here recently, and I have I have been doing it uh, for quite a while now, especially since probably like over the last like two years. After one of the podcasts, we was talking outside. And you, Riley, and Ian was out there talking about, you know, like going further, taking this thing further and, you know, other ventures. Um, I'm still going. Like, I'm about to be 40. I really ain't got shit to lose, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, I'm still got my hand in everything. Um, So, you know, don't age is really, it's just, don't, don't let it hinder you. You know, if you out there, you are age. And you never too young. You never too old. Exactly. State, yeah. yeah. You know, if you got a dream in you, you got some ambition. You got a project on the table. Um, I mean, obviously, naturally, there are going to be some things that might hinder from, you know, from pursuing certain things. That's that's inevitable. Uh, but for the most part, you know, don't let nothing really pass you by. If you definitely have a chance to act on it. Um, but yeah, that's. Anybody got anything else they want to add or share to this? No? Yeah, I just like in closing. I know it, the, the episodes what, what, what you would have done or this and that, but no matter how successful you are, I think you should uh, kind of self critique your past to even be better. Because if you look from uh, where we came from, from a statistical standpoint out of eight people um, yeah. <laughs> from the neighborhood we came from 
Um, I don't know. I don't know this information to be exact, but I would imagine that the statistical probability is that uh, some of us would have felonies, some of us would would be this and that, and overall, I think we're pretty damn successful <laughs> where we are, even though we can still uh, look back and uh, kind of self-critique uh, and. and identify where we could have done something different or better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's always room for improvement. Um, it's always going to be room for improvement. Um, but, you know, like wherever you're at right now in life, just, you know, you use the past as a, as a learning tool. Uh, don't live there. Um, and, you know, just keep pressing forward. So, having said that, uh, we want to thank all the listeners again for joining us for another episode, another insightful uh, episode to kind of deep dive into um, this circle of brotherhood that we have and that uh, has been and, you know, will continue on for, you know, God willing, another, you know, however many years, 40, 50 years, whatever. Um, thank you all for listening, uh, as always, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, um, you know. Thank you for sharing the pod um, information on your socials. Been seeing a lot of that happening. Uh, thank y'all for reaching out. You know, texting, calling, um, and you know, just just continue to let us know what it is you want to hear. You know, share this pod with your friends um, wherever you might be at. You know, in the car, bathroom, bedroom, in house, out house, dog house, barbershop, nail salon, wherever you might be at. You know, put it on, listen to it. Um, you know, laugh learn like you name it um as always this podcast is brought to you by start cleveland um you can get all of your start products um your alkaline waters your cbd based waters cbd oils uh your inflammation pills things like that um with the new year coming up you know a lot of resolutions gonna be made so you're gonna want to jump on your start products to get yourself in shape for the new year so follow start cleveland on instagram he does ship um, statewide and nationwide, we do worldwide. Probably. Uh, I mean, you're gonna have to pay for the shipping, but you know, yeah, <laughs> we can get it to you. Okay. Um, and then real, real quick on that, uh, if there's if there's a store, um, you know, or you're at a school or something that that wants that you want to have start, just contact me. Um, we'll figure out a way to get it in there. Um, you know. Thinking about this 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 episode, this topic that we're talking about, if I had start back in the past, I probably definitely would have made it to the NBA or drank more water, mm -hmm. you know, um, just because it's that good. But uh, you know, that was just a little little shameless plug. But at the end of the day, if you if you want start and if you haven't had it or want to try it, just contact me at Start Cleveland on Instagram. Um, I am the Start Guy on Twitter. Um, whenever I'm on there, I'm not on there that much. Um, and just, you know, contact me and we'll figure out a way to get you some. And, you know, once you try it, you'll like it. You'll love it. There it is. Uh, for all our Cleveland listeners, uh, Cleveland, that's, you know, all our listeners from Cleveland, uh, nationwide, hell, worldwide, um, catch up with uh, Cleveland over everything on all your socials, right? Um, you know, winter is coming. Um, shout out to Game of Thrones. Uh, get all your hoodies, your t shirts, your sweatshirts, your scullies. Scarves, your trinkets, things like that. Is that where they can find you at? Only on uh, Insta yeah. 
yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I mean, we ship nationwide also, you know, so uh, <laughs> globally too, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, yeah, seriously, like uh, beyond just the apparel and stuff, I mean, we also do printing primarily, you know, mm -hmm. so um, if you got any apparel needs or whatnot, um, business cards, banners, flyers, uh, labels, so on and so forth, uh, anything imaginable, yard signs, so on. So if you want a nice at the round table shirt, hit up Cleveland over everything. We got you. Yeah, we are. coming soon, coming soon. Uh, and then also to uh, Diamond Music Group on Instagram as well. Um, any production needs, you know, artistry, um, you name it. Anything, you know, music and entertainment related, you know, hit up Diamond Music Group on Instagram. And uh, as always, we want to thank y'all for listening, liking, sharing, commenting, enjoying, critiquing. You name it. So uh, until next time, we'll talk to you soon.